Hi everyone and welcome to Mothers of Multifamily. This is the first time I have ever gone live on Mom and I am doing it as a collaboration with three amazing women. If you are watching this on uh, Multifamily Women's Mastermind, then you know who I am talking about. If you're watching this on Mom, Mothers of Multifamily, you know who I'm talking about. It, it's the amazing Candace Pilgrim, Michelle Pelt, and Chet Steinwald. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey. So excited to have you guys all here. I'm, I, I'm, you know what? I have to, I have to give a nod to this because I'm super fired up chat michelle candace because we were just watching tony robbins he's doing this online program it's got me fired up it's got me wanting to like make change and make change in the the programs and the people that we care about the most and we care about the women who are in investing and who are really pushing and reaching out and getting their stuff done so i'm going to start this and you've already all answered this question but it's a question I want to hear and I want to hear the answer from every single mom, every single woman I come across with. I want to know, how do you get it done? And more importantly, ladies, I want to know, how have you pivoted since we last talked? Because we have we talked months ago before COVID was even a thought, before all this went down. We talked months ago, so I want to know how you each have pivoted. Um, why don't we start with you, Candice? Go ahead. Yeah, sure. So first of all, I want to bring up that I'm the only one home with my son right now. So if he runs in, I apologize in advance. I told him to. It is allowed. This right is now. mothers of multifamily. <laughs> exactly. But it's okay. Sit on my lap. So okay. So okay. how I pivoted? I would say business and multifamily related. How I pivoted has been. We've been a lot more careful with how we spend our CapEx dollars. We've given it a lot more consideration on what exactly is needed. You know, can, is this something that's really going to give us a great ROI or is something we can wait on, something we can, you know, turn those funds into extra reserves that we might need if things get worse. So that's one thing we've done um, with our 40 unit property. It's kind of been a blessing in disguise because we realized through that that we were actually over improving a little bit mm -hmm. and i always said i would not over improve but i think we were because once we scaled back on those renovations we were able to achieve a higher rent than i thought we could with you know spending fewer dollars and we actually and are now getting a better roi on, on that so that's been good um personal i would say i've pivoted by really taking a step back and assessing what I need to do to achieve my goals. It's kind of given me that time to work on systems and processes, get more organized, you know, realize what's working, what's not, um, who I want to work with, who I don't, you know, just, I've just changed directions with a few things. And I don't think I would have if, if all this craziness hadn't come up the last few months and, you know, really giving me that, giving me that time I needed um, to realize where I am now and where I want to go. Can you take a moment to delve into what you mean by this allowed you to, because I've heard this a lot, this COVID and everything that's happened has given you kind of the permission to change direction and change those things that you might not have if we were still in the same old, same old. Right. Well, one thing was being a little more structured with asset management calls and making sure we set defined goals every week and have, have calls the same time every week. And that's actually a tip I picked up from someone else in the industry. And I was a little bit more um, 
as on an as needed basis before. And I think I realized that's one thing I wanted to implement to get my thoughts together before the call. Like, what do we want to accomplish this week? We have a, like with our 30 unit property, we have a partnership call first where the three of us get together, you know, jot down our goals for the week, what we want to improve on, what we want to work on. And then we have our call with our property management company. So that's one thing that I've implemented. Um, as far as other like systems and processes, I've really tried to work on my CRM, get that together because I was really bad about like just jotting down random notes everywhere about different contacts and just not taking the time to just sit and put it all in one place and work on follow-ups, you know, following up with brokers, following up with property management companies, lenders, anyone that might bring deal flow or, you know, help in some way. I've been better about following up finally, and that was long overdue. Um, admittedly, I, I was not great on follow-ups before because I got too busy and I like, just forgot to do it sometimes. So it's just a lot of little things, but all the little things add up to like being more productive now than I was before. Exactly. It's sometimes it's always the small things that count. Michelle, how, how have you, cause again, again, I feel like we talked months, almost, it feels like years ago in comparison with everything that's happened. I feel like we've all changed so much in this time. So how have you pivoted since the last time we spoke? Well, I, I'm probably in a, a different position than you ladies, because I believe you're all full-time real estate, right? Is that what you guys all do full-time? Yeah. Is real estate at this point? So I still have active income from another company, and that well, like company, the children's education company that I do. Yeah. Which is my passion, but got completely shut down mm -hmm. from COVID, because we get contracted by schools. So when schools shut down, it was in literally within 48 hours, we lost six months of revenue. It just happened in a So, but you know what, like Candace was saying, things, it knocks you off your feet, but sometimes the fact that like that earthquake happens and it, and it leaves you in pieces, allows you to rebuild from a totally different lens, from ways you weren't thinking of before. And for us, my other company, that definitely happened. We started building a better team, uh, we started to see things from a different perspective because I've been doing that for 12 years. So you get very much in your routine of what's worked for you so far. And that's not the new normal. The new normal needs a totally different lens. So we started working with people much smarter than we are, especially when it comes to marketing and, and strategy. And that's been a huge blessing. Uh, our company, I think, is going to scale much better than it was before. And then uh, I've kind of had to take, I'm the newest one here with, with real estate. I'm definitely still looking, still still networking, still keeping my contacts up. Um, but I've had to put all of my focus for these past two months on getting that company rebuilt. So once I've got that active income coming back in, that's what I use for my investing. See, the thing is though, and this is for all the mamas, the women, the everyone out there, because most, I think for the most part, most people are not full-time investors. They're not, it's, they have their active, their active jobs. They have other things that they're doing or, or they're thinking about jumping in. So Michelle, you are the perfect person to speak to that because you've been an entrepreneur probably since you were born. Um, and the fact that you work with children, that just, that makes my heart so happy. So, so happy. And I've seen some of the, well, okay. For instance, when COVID first happened, I go to Michelle's page and she, she's like posting these like 
these crafts that you can do with your kids using, I think it was like little like gooey candies and, and <laughs> sticks. And I was like, yes, something else I can do with my kids. And that was, that was golden for no matter what we were doing, because all of a sudden we found ourselves home with our kids and we needed stuff for our kids to do. Now we're in summer. A lot of the, a lot of the U.S. has opened up. I'm, I'm in New Jersey, so we're still very much, very much shut down. I think we're kind of opening up, but for the most part, people are like masked up. They're not touching each other. They're like 10 steps or 10 feet away from each other. So that said, Michelle, where you are is where a lot of people had to go to. Some people had to drop off their dreams of real estate and really hone in and focus on those things that really needed their attention. So if you're one of those people, give yourself a pat on the back and give yourself a break because real estate is still there. You can still do it. Michelle's still looking. She hasn't given up. It's a long-term, it's a long-term game for sure. Exactly. exactly. You've got to be able to ride the bumps and just keep on plowing through. So excellent. And the thing is, I, I love what you say. Maybe you can pinpoint a little bit more what you were talking about with this because, because real estate people listen to this. Michelle worked with people that were smarter than her. Can you kind of deep dive a little bit into that? Well, every day, even on this call, <laughs> right? You just got to surround yourself with people that challenge you, push you out, make you uncomfortable in a really good way um, and make you realize you're, you can push yourself further than you have been, you know? So um, like I said, when it came to my other company, you get used to wearing a lot of hats. You get kind of in a groove. Um, and COVID did shake things up and make me realize we need we need some outside perspective, especially with people that are experts in areas we're not experts in. I love children and I want to work with children as much as I can. I don't want to do my social media campaigns and my email marketing and I'll let somebody else who's passionate about that do it. <laughs> and they're going to naturally be much better at it because that's what they do all the time. So, so I'm, sure, I'm sure most of everybody, everybody team, make sure you're building your team up. Yes, yes, and I'm sorry, I just I jumped in too quick um, because everything you're saying is golden. Because I want to know how that correlates into real estate, and I think you just make you just said make sure you're building your team. Can you? I'm gonna put this pen in my mouth and be quiet for a moment and let you talk. Yeah, no, you're fine, absolutely. And when it comes to real estate, it's the same thing. So I am still in the beginning stages. Um, I've got my own personal investments, but when it comes to multifamily, it's the same thing. Figuring out. And this past six months, I would say, has been very, even pre-COVID, eye-opening as to being really careful who you choose to work with. We all know, you know, it's a team sport and you get all wild up. We want to encourage each other and we want to collaborate. Uh, but it's like a marriage, right? Like you got to make sure your core values are the same and you can really trust people working through. And that was a bit of a learning curve for me. You know, you don't want to just jump into a deal because the deal's there. You really want to make sure it's with the right people and. And like I said, I'm the, I'm in this for the long term, so I don't want anything to. Uh, I hear a little person. <laughs> That's my person. <laughs> when you said you might come running in, I was like, your mind. <laughs> you are amazing, Michelle. And yes, the thing is, your beginning is someone's like tippity top somebody out there and i know you're listening somebody out there wants to be where you are and let's let's jump to chat because i was about to jump into how awesome uh multifamily women's mastermind is but let's jump into ch chat 
Oh my goodness. I remember our discussion. I think about it like at least weekly because you, your discussion was so heartfelt and we got into some deep things and you like me, we're, we're just watching Tony and Tony's still going on. I'm, I'm, I don't have the sound up, but I love cause he's doing this with his arms and I can't hear what he's saying, but let's, let's dive in. Let's, let's talk about how you have pivoted since last we talked. And if you guys want to hear what Chad had to say, go back. I'll leave it in the show notes. It's on Mothers of Multifamily. It was a fantastic show. But Chad, how have you pivoted? Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Hi, Candice and Michelle. <laughs> um, thank you, Billy. Um, I think, you know, how I pivoted during um this COVID time is I went on a full-on introspection, um, not necessarily focused on the multifamily aspect of it, but I went and dug deeper into my own personal um, growth and self-regulation and how I could cope with this change i think uh, i also have to mention that i think uh first of all i'm on my way to my retirement i'll be 60 this year you guys um but also so my needs i think i'm establishing that that my needs are different from you guys um of course i'm a mother but i no longer have little kids that like you guys, which I envy you. I miss those days, but um, chat, you can come over whenever you want. COVID, COVID or not, you can come over and <laughs> my kids whenever you well, want. Um, it was very difficult for me in the beginning. I mean, but also I have to put myself in the gratitude space where my life is great compared to all the others um yes in the beginning i was i was very much affected because the stocks went went down i still had money in the stocks that i did not invest in apartments yet at that time i was holding for um apartment investing so seeing that go down and i think i, I can as i reach out to you see seeing that number uh, go down I got so scared but immediately dug deep into myself and said you know this is not just me this is the whole world is suffering so I cannot be selfish at this point so what I did was did the true you know um, soul searching um, introspection reach out to my family that really needs i'm filipino my i have a big big family so i reach out to the family that um members all over the world i have family in, i have a lot of family in australia uh europe uh new york uh, florida and, and you name it so i've aside from the philippines so whoever that needed me i can at least even if it's just a word of of support and then also i focus in my charitable um organization i feel like doing that it just it just fed my soul and then of course with the multi-family um i went quiet radio, radio silent because 
I feel that there's a lot of expert uh, experts out there anyways. So I took, I took classes on those experts because those experts that used to be, you used to pay a lot of money. Now we're giving them for free. So I would take the classes also as well, as well as, you know, the self-improvement, the psychological, the, um, um, the emotional and um, classes and improvements that I, I did as well. So that being done uh, within the last two, three months really, really gave me uh, a big growth and development. I was less scared, whereas I was so scared and feeling sorry for myself because being alone, being alone, literally alone, because my, my son has a life now, and being locked down is so difficult, you guys. Um, I used to live, not, and then I realized that I used to travel a lot and thank God I could afford to travel a lot and live in my suitcase and go to all events, all multi-family events. But I just realized that was just part of my running away from my being alone. This time I faced it. I faced it. It was difficult. It was uncomfortable in the beginning, but now I'm okay with that. I accepted it and I'm okay. Um, so now I'm just um, ready and I feel like I am emotionally filled and I'm emotionally recharged physically and um, mentally. So now I, I'm starting to uh, review multifamily deals again and um, I'm actually, um, you know, uh, reaching out and talking to uh, potential investors again this is just this has happened the last two, two weeks and um i'm ready to face the world now again so multi-family investor is investing as we all know is a long-term um goal so um that i will still be here um you know i'm i'm 100 um, multi-family investor and um that's it and as a matter of fact i'm i'm in the middle of something uh, great and exciting product, a project right now. I cannot wait to hear about that project, but we, as we know, you probably can't talk about it because we are live and you don't have the SEC uh, guidelines uh, in intact if you, if, you, uh, if you talk about it right now, unless you can. Can you? Um, not really. I, you know, it's not um, against SEC because I'm not um, raising money or okay. anything. I'm just investing my money for right now. I'm not quite there yet, but I know that my goal, after all these COVID things that going to happen, I will be inactive as far as, you know. Well, I cannot wait to hear more about it. And ladies who are in um, Multifamily Women's Mastermind, I am sure you're going to hear all about it once chat has this down packed for chat. I want to thank you. I can always count on you to dig a little deeper and to let people know the real story behind what's happening in your mind. I mean, we all had, I know we did, that, that moment, even if we had our children with us, even if we had our kids up with us, we're at home, we're alone. We have this, at least I did. I had this like raging anxiety in my heart that I had to. I had to jump back into seventy five hard. We were actually taking a break from seventy five hard, and I had to go hard on seventy five hard because I started drinking too much. I'm gonna be honest. Like for me, drinking too much is having a glass of wine every night, 
and I found myself craving this class. Mm. So I had to jump in and and take this on and like really, really jump back into my physical fitness. So like you chat, and I'm sure Michelle and Candice, you had these coping mechanisms. But chat, I just wanna I just wanna dive a little deeper with you. So you basically you, you had to do this alone. Like you're you're you don't have your children around you. You don't have anybody that's there with you. And yet and this is for everybody out there that's dealing with this right now or dealt with it and is still feeling the after effects. Listen to chat. Listen to what she just said. She dealt with it alone. She dived into her education. She did those things that she knew she needed to do to take herself to the next level and to take herself out of this mindset of alone and just the, all that pressure that happened. So chat, thank you for that. Thank you for really diving in deep with that. Can you tell us again what that charitable organization um, is that you help sponsor just so we can know and we can possibly help out? Oh, it's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's, it's an organization our house. It's a brief, it's a group brief therapy um, membership where you we actually help out the people have lost their loved ones, whether it's their kids, their mothers, their husbands, their wives. It, it, we definitely, we lost, we, our income was coming from events, like events, just like any fundraising thing, but all of our, our events were canceled. So that was the challenge, and there's a lot of deaths also because of COVID. So we are definitely affected. So that's where the challenge also came from. And so um, I got more involved, but it's all just Zoom, you guys. So it's 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 all limited. Um, and uh, also I am involved with this two orphanages in the Philippines whom I am still trying to reach out because I am sponsoring one child. I sort of like adopted this child um, that no one adopted her and she's about to uh, graduate high school. So I sort of adopted her so she could continue her college education. The, um, so that th those are the, the two um, main that are special in my heart so chat you are the epitome of someone who looks at this situation that you're in and yet you could have just like bowed down to the scared and loneliness but you reached out and you continue to help those who needed your help you continue to reach out to your family and you continue to reach out to those that needed that extra care so candace Let's come back to you. How have you done this? Especially especially with your group, Multifamily Women's Mastermind. I mean, that group has been key. I have met such amazing, amazing people. Talking about amazing people, I just had Annette Tali come on. Say hi, Annette. Did you say hi, hi Annette? <laughs> I've met Annette. I've met so many amazing the amazing woman. Ah, there's another one. We don't have your name, but yay, four of my favorites. Yay! Um, and someone just said me all. <laughs> yeah. So, 
how have you reached out through everything that's happened and how are you guys helping to improve yours and other situations candace yeah so as you know with our group our motto is empowerment encouragement and collaboration so i know i know peely you've actually done this with us but we did a challenge a few weeks or months ago my time i'll put together now but we did a challenge where we're really trying to focus on that collaboration piece and we're really trying to get the ladies within the group to connect more and to form those partnerships and to just talk offline rather than it just being a place to share a post or advertise something we really want those connections to like run deeper within our group so we started that and we're, we're definitely going to continue doing those types of activities and, and then of course our women's mastermind summit was canceled because of covid that was supposed to be next month in cabo so we're looking forward to getting that back rolling once we are able to do that mm -hmm. and then that'll of course go along with the, the collaboration and the connection within the group so we can continue to empower and encourage and it's it's just that support system like chat was talking about the support system is like so important it has been for me and i know it is for a lot of the other ladies in the group. so important michelle same question. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I've been a little bit of a hermit lately. I really need to push myself to get back on Facebook more often. <laughs> I've kind of been like halfway between Candace and chat uh, where I've gotten really introspective and I think that's okay. I think taking some time for quiet is fine. But then our group kind of feels like home. Like you can always come back home and, and you know, put yourself back out there. And I know a lot of us are struggling with the same thing, especially with having a homeschool on top of everything else we do. I mean, it's been nuts. So I think a lot of the women in our group totally understand that. Um, but yeah, we I, I love being able to use the group to make new connections. And, and like Candace said, we really want it to go deeper than that. We really challenge people to set up some phone calls. Obviously, you can't meet face to face right now, but eventually that'll be a thing. And um, just really get to know each other on a deeper level. And also with your other business, you were posting and I think you had an online program as well. And you kept on trying to help those mamas, those papas that all of a sudden found themselves in the situation where they didn't know what to do with their kids. All of a sudden they had to work and watch their kids and they couldn't they couldn't ask for help. They couldn't have their elderly parents come because all of a sudden they were high risk. They couldn't have they couldn't have the babysitter next door come because who knows where she's been. So it's it was kind of, it was hard. So yeah. having those little things, Michelle, I don't know if you understand how key that was. Just that one day when I saw those little guys, I was like, I have gummies. <laughs> Builds and don't poke each other's eye out. We're big on that too. We're big on teaching kids how to be resourceful. And I think that translates into everything that you do in life. And certainly when it comes to real estate, if that's what they choose to do later on down the road. But if you can be resourceful, if you can just look at what's around you, I think that's one of the, I know Tony Robbins talks about that a lot. You you have to be able to do what you can do with what you have. If you're always waiting until you have something else to even get started, it's the wrong mindset. So we really try to push that with our kids. And we had some kids that came on that didn't have gum. They didn't have any of the supplies we had said, which was really only a couple, but they figured out they used Play-Doh. They used some these bobby pins for their, I mean, whatever they could find around their house. And it was awesome. It made my heart happy. Kids are resourceful. I did the same thing to my my son. I was like, we don't have all these things to make a certain project. This we, this, we did this today. Um, and he was like, no, we can use a tissue paper box. I was like, there's still tissues in there. 
okay, I'll take the tissues out. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so we made that project. Um, but before I, I get into the tangent about crafts and my child, let's talk a little bit more about multifamily and being resourceful in multifamily. I know we've talked a, a little bit about how you've all pivoted in the multifamily arena, but let's talk about, cause there's some questions as to, should we be buying? Should we be even looking? Should we just hide under a rock and like pretend real estate doesn't exist? What about the stock market? Should we be taking all of our money out of stocks? Should we be putting in buying stocks now? So what can you all say to, to those questions that everybody is having and everybody's making up their own decisions about it, of course, and whatever works for them. But from what you've read, what you are doing, how do you see the market right now? in your perspective markets, of course, and you can by all means mention the markets that you're in first and how are you looking into the future? Uh, Michelle. <laughs> we gotta go first, huh? Um, being resourceful and looking towards the future. Um, like I said, for me, it's a little tricky because I was forced to kind of put it on a back burner just for a little bit. I mean, it, to go from doing all in-person things with my other company for 12 years to now having to go 100% virtual has been a challenge. So um, I'm going to revise the question for you. Since you had to go all in with your other business. And there are a ton of people, you know, thousands of people that have had to do that, have had to put their real estate dreams on the side. How are you coming back? Into real estate? Into real estate. Um, I, like I said, just keeping those relationships strong, I think is the biggest thing. Cause you never, when you keep yourself out there and people reach out to me and need help with random things or, um, Hey, can you, you know, cause I'm, I'm in the West Tennessee market. So if anybody's ever like, hey, you know, I know you're out there. Can you go run and do this? Can you? I'm, I'm so ready to keep on adding value to other people in any way I can with the amount of time that I can, that I think that alone keeps you on top of people's minds. So when something does come up, I may not be every single day killing the phones right now or, or running big campaigns, but I know that still just being out there and keeping those relationships strong, eventually when the timing's right, things will start to pick back up. And eventually I will be able to pick up the phones and pound them a little bit harder. But I'm just a big believer in trusting your gut. And when things are right, they're just going to happen. They're going to fall into place. I mean, you have to take action hundred percent, but even just doing things like this, even helping out with groups in any way I can, just keeping myself out there helps, you know, and, and you never know who you end up working with or who, who you'll end up meeting. Mm -hmm. nice. nice. So chat, how are you diving back into markets? How do you feel about your markets? And I know you can't talk about the deal that you're currently working on, but the fact that you have a deal is 10 steps more than a lot of people. I like I've, I've heard from some big names that they're like, don't buy now. I'm like, okay. oh, oh, the deal that I'm talking about is I'm just going to be a passive investor. I need to um, invest some of my money from the stocks. Speaking of stocks, I, I, I just mentioned that because I still have money to invest, I, I really suffered in the stock market. Um, we're not, it's, it's um, that's in the beginning, but thankfully I, I never looked at it except for last week because I did not want to know because I talked to my financial manager and because I want I, my first knee jerk reaction to the stock market was, let me just take them all out because I, I can't, 
you know, because hundreds of thousands of dollars is like, oh my gosh, that are being lost. It's like, oh my God, this is so scary. So, um, it's like, did you hold? Calm down. Don't do anything. Just stay. And I looked at it last, um, it was just last week. I said, oh my God, it's better than the last time I saw it. <laughs> driving me crazy every single day it was like diving diving it's like that could be a gp apartment money already i was like oh my god i was afraid that you you're gonna say you sold and my heart was gonna just hurt yeah yeah because i offer a thank god for my financial manager because okay. and he, he calmed he calmed me down and he said you'll you'll be suffering for tax consequences or something so that's what i did and thankfully everything is good okay right now not quite back up yet but you know i can accept uh um, the loss but as far as the apartment business here's what i um learned so much from the um apartment investing the number one number one that is the biggest thing for me is to align yourself with the best people. I've spent the first two years of my investing just traveling, uh, spending time with all the syndicators, all different syndicators, spending time with meetups and any kind of groups or any kind of gathering just so I can meet those um, uh, syndicators because you can kind of feel their um, energy. So because of that, I felt like I have vetted the best of the best uh, syndicators. And because of that, thank God, all my apartment investments have done so well beyond the projected income. So that's what's the positive. Uh, so my um, income from my apartment um, investments, I, I have... Um, I have 800 units for um, limited, but um, 208 for GP. But all of them, all of them are so good and I'm so thankful. So to me, I just thought about it and said, wow, I'm so grateful that I aligned myself. The number one thing really is to vet the best of the best of your people where you align yourself where you invest your money because you can there were times that i was tempted to invest in like higher risk but i don't know the people and i was you, you also have to listen to your gut feeling and i remember uh, radcliffe keeps on saying that radcliffe obviously is my mentor but um listen to your gut feeling because you could have the best of the best numbers how many times did i get the best numbers it's like oh i'll be a jv oh my gosh it's the best uh, and it's in around my neighborhood which is like las vegas or phoenix arizona or something but it's you guys i'm, I'm so thankful that i did it didn't happen i i, I let it go because I, I listened to my gut feeling so now i'm i'm very happy that to say the number one thing you you have to align yourself with the best people the best indicators of course your values have to to be similar your goals have to be similar and of course the integrity and the record uh, uh track record of the indicators so those are the most important things that i can share 
That is gold nuggets for anyone who is looking to get into multifamily or if you are a multifamily syndicator right now or a passive investor, listen to what chat's saying. Know who you're investing with. You are investing with the person, the people, the team. Um, I don't care, like numbers are great. Yeah. The numbers are look amazing, great. If the cash flow looks amazing, great. But if the, if I don't want to align with the people, then yeah. I, I'll say no. Yeah. Um, like the one, one syndicator actually asked me to, to be a part of her deal. And because, and this is before I probably shouldn't have done this, but this is before I saw the numbers. I was like, if the numbers work out, then yes. And she was like, oh, that's it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know you and I know your partner and you guys are awesome. And I know that you guys will take care and you will have a fiduciary duty, not only to me, but to the people that I may or may not join me. Mm -hmm. So, Candice, welcome back. Okay. <laughs> we had a visitor. That's okay. Carson. That needs the handsome Carson. I was like, you can bring him on. He's also in his underwear, so sorry if he comes off. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I wanted to piggyback off what chat said, though, before we move on to your question. Well, no, I'm just going to move on to you anyway. So piggyback yeah, so and then answer chat. however you want. Everything you said there is just, it like resonated with me so much. It's golden because that that's another thing actually I didn't mention that was a pivot for me. With everything that went on, it made me realize the 96 unit deal that I was a part of was not a good fit. It was a joint venture. Mm. Our visions did not align, mine and these other partners. We didn't see eye to eye on how the property should be run. There were just a lot of issues there. So all of this actually made me, when I had time to really sit and think about it, it made me prompt a buyout from them, which successfully went through and I'm happy with the result, happy with the return. It, I did well with it, but at the same time, it could have very easily gone the other way. So I'm just this huge weight lifted off my shoulders that I'm no longer a part of that deal. And from now on, everything chat said, I'm going to remind myself like every single day to make sure up front that, you know, all those pieces are in place for partnerships. I think you just made all of our listeners breathe a little easier because you know we've all been in that situation where we know we're like, oh, this is this. I don't feel good about this, but now, now I'm stuck. Quote. But it sounds like you did the right thing. You talked to those partners and you got out when you could, and hey, you got some returns on it, so that's good too. Yeah. So let's talk about let's let's look past that. Let's as as what his uh, Tony Robbins said: your your past is not in your future. It's gone, it's there, learn from it, and then put it away. So what's in the future for you for multifamily? How are you gonna step forward into this new world? So we're absolutely still buying. I think one thing I had to make myself remember is like, this is not a binary answer. It's not like a yes, you should be buying or no, you shouldn't. It's different for every person. Like you said, every deal is different. Every person's goals are different. Just because you see a prominent multifamily figure online or on Facebook say, no, don't buy, you'd be stupid to buy now, or you know, don't get it in your head that, oh, I, I shouldn't be, I'm making the wrong decision, I shouldn't be buying. You have to remember it's different for each person. So first of all, that's what I had to realize. And then I just had to adjust my criteria a little bit, you know, obviously have a little bit lower break-even occupancy than I otherwise mm -hmm. would have, be conservative with rent growth and other factors. And just kind of accept that new normal of underwriting and move forward because if it's a deal it's a deal you know as long as we stress test it well i'm still absolutely buying and looking for our next 
Fantastic. And I love to hear that. I mean, this goes for any time period we're in. Buy right. Just buy right. Buy for the times. Buy for the market. Buy, buy according to your numbers. Like I said, I will, I will partner up with an amazing person. But if the numbers don't work, sorry, can't do that. Yeah. So it's all in the numbers, right, ladies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before I let you go, because I know you are all busy entrepreneurs and amazing women, what is one thing? Ooh, hey, look, somebody say we're amazing. I'm just <laughs> so if there's one thing you can leave our listeners with, and these are listeners, these are these are women who are on your program because we are live. We're live on uh, Multifamily Women's Mastermind. We're live on Mothers of Multifamily. If for all of our listeners out there, what can you tell them either to, to give them that next step into their future, whether it be motherhood, whether it be real estate, something that is close to your heart right now that you want to impart to take them to the next level. Uh, chat. <laughs> I would say, first of all, find your passion. And then with that passion, put your energy and believe in yourself and just take the massive action. When I say take take massive action, I don't take that lightly. I mean, do it, but with very, very, you know, like you need to educate yourself. You, you have to back up yourself with, with um, aligning yourself with the great people, going back again to that and educating yourself. And, um, you know, uh, being with a crew, group, wonderful group like these ladies. Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful and grateful that I'm even doing this today with you guys. I'm thankful as well. Thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. Candice. I'm a firm believer in that baby steps over time yields enormous results. So that's what I would recommend is even if you feel like you're not making progress, just keep making those steps, taking those steps every single day and eventually you'll get to where you want to go. You know, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't think, oh, this person has so many doors. What am I doing wrong? You know, as long as you have your goals in mind and you're working towards them every single day, taking action, like chat said, every single day, you'll get there and just don't lose that, that don't lose that vision and that passion for the industry just because of comparing yourself to someone else or thinking you're not making enough progress. Michelle? Yeah, I, I agree 100% with what Chat and Candace said. Um, definitely have to be passionate about what you're doing because no matter what it is, if you're trying to get to a high level, it's going to be hard and you are going to get knocked on your butt more times than you would like. And if you're not passionate about it, it'll fall by the wayside. So make sure it's something you're passionate about. Um, persistence always is huge. And yeah, just being it, it's a roller coaster, right? So. You know, I COVID happened and for a second there, I thought everything I'd worked for was gone, evaporated. And you just have to take a step back and calm down and realize what's important and be able to pivot and keep on going. So persistence, grit, it's all super important. Yes. Ladies, persistence, grit, amazingness, you are all three. Number one, 
multifamily women's mastermind. This is going to be a podcast and a video soon. So if you are not watching this live and you're watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast and you are a lady in need of a home to learn multifamily, get to Facebook, look up multifamily women's mastermind. That is the group that these all, these three ladies have sponsored and created. And it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing place that a lot of us can call home. So go there and just learn, listen and give value. So I cannot wait to see who comes in. And if you liked what you heard, please, 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 please rate and review, subscribe. And ladies, thank you so much. This is this is an amazing way to spend a Tuesday. Oh, oh, look, somebody else, somebody's oh, persistence and gift to exactly. win. A grit for the win. <laughs> so again, thank you, ladies, so much. If there is anything else you want to say, especially to the ladies in your program, please say it now. <laughs> I just think with us. I mean, this is a journey that we're all on. Like Peely said, we're all at different spots in our journey, but we can all relate, yeah. you know, and, and we're there for each other and we want to root you on and we appreciate everybody who comes and roots us on. It's, it's a family. That is what we're here for. Women rooting and winning with each other. Again, thank you ladies so much. So grateful that you guys came on and spent your Tuesday with me. And for all the ladies and gents who are listening right now, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so very much. And you have the best day. Thank you, people. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.